Imagine a small village in the Swat Valley of Pakistan where the towering peaks of the Hindu Kush Mountains cast shadows over a world where tradition reigns. Here, one young girl grows up with an unquenchable thirst for knowledge. In a culture where education for girls is often discouraged, the cards are already stacked against her. With her eyes bright with curiosity and dreams, she boards her school bus, expecting just another ordinary day, but a targeted attack to silence her changes everything. A gunman stops and boards the bus, firing three shots at the 15-year-old girl. One strikes her in the head, but while the world watches in horror, her spirit and body remain unbreakable. She fights back from the brink of death, her resilience turning a moment of violence into a global call to action. Instead of silencing her, the attack amplifies her voice. The girl named Malala Yousafzai, who was nearly killed for learning, becomes an international symbol of courage. She co-authors I Am Malala, speaks at the United Nations, and wins the Nobel Peace Prize. Her mission to see every girl in school continues, a living testament to the power of resilience. Welcome to Live, Love, Learn, the podcast where we explore the pathway to happiness by living life to the fullest, embracing love, and learning every day. Join me on this journey as I attempt to create a roadmap to happiness for my sons and anyone else eager to unlock their full potential. For those of you following along in real time, you'll know that we're a couple weeks late on this podcast, and if you enjoy irony, then buckle up turns out that trying to be too productive can have adverse results. Monday and Tuesday of last week, I was like some sort of superhero. I time blocked almost every half hour of those days and stuck with it and accomplished basically everything and felt invincible. Then Wednesday hit and it was like a complete shutdown, a total shutdown. I crashed hard and it took three to four days for me to start feeling like myself again. And even after that, I've still been in a bit of a funk. So tread with caution when trying to ramp up productivity, especially if you're neurodivergent, and be sure to follow that smart kid's advice when they tell you to be sure to schedule in downtime. I really just felt like I couldn't be stopped, so I dove in head first and ended up hitting my head pretty hard, honestly. The irony? Well, the episode subject was decided before any of this happened, so let's get into the subject of today's podcast and something I desperately need, building resiliency. And I hope that you don't need it as much as I do, but I also hope you'll find some value in it. But before we begin, let's hit up those happiness highlights of the past week. This is where we focus on the positive parts of the week. Even if you've had a bad week or weeks, this is where we just try to focus on the things that went well. And for me, clearly those two days where I felt like a superhero went well, being able to tap into productivity like that was a really interesting and good experience for me. Obviously the aftermath wasn't so great, but I think learning from both of those things, being able to be productive and also learning that there's a limit to how productive you can be in a day without suffering some setbacks. And I assume that's for everyone. I assume most people would feel that way if they're overly productive and that's all they do long enough. I don't know how long that might take, but for someone like me who has ADHD, definitely uh, two days was the max that I was able to deal with this week. So again, it's nice to learn those things and those are positives and those are going to help me as I move forward. So I'm trying to just keep it that way in my mind and trying to learn more about resilience this week. So let's get to it. Well, this episode, which literally couldn't have come at a better time, is all about being resilient. We're all going to have bad days, weeks or so as I have these past two weeks. So how do we get back to where we want to be in the midst of those struggles? 
You've no doubt seen someone go through something and come out transformed, perhaps better and stronger than ever. If you remember Atomic Habits by James Clear, he suffered a terrible injury and came back seemingly better than ever against long odds. So what is it that causes some people to be able to take adversity and transform it to strength? Certainly there's some luck involved, but what can we do to be in as much control as possible? Let's look over the smart kid's shoulder and see how we can take control over our resiliency as much as possible. Welcome back to the segment where we do some intellectual eavesdropping and learn from the brainy ones among us. Today, we're diving into the fascinating world of resilience. Resilience is not just about bouncing back. It's about bouncing forward. It's the mental reservoir of strength that we're able to draw from in times of need to carry us through without falling apart. We all have it, but how can we make the most out of it? Humans are by nature resilient creatures. We've survived and thrived throughout the history because of our ability to adapt, to learn, bounce back from adversities. Think about it. Our ancestors faced predators, harsh environments, and all sorts of existential threats, and yet here we are. It's like resiliency is baked into our DNA. So what is resilience? Well, in the context of human experiences, it refers to the ability to bounce back and recover from adversities or challenging situations. It involves maintaining a positive outlook, adapting to changes, and learning from the experiences to come out stronger and more resourceful. It's the inner strength that helps us to rebuild and forge ahead, even when we face setbacks or hardships. Well, let's get to the academic stuff. According to research by the American Psychological Association, resilience isn't a rare trait only found in extraordinary people, but a natural part of our psychological makeup. The APA has some fantastic resources backed by decades of scientific research that can help us nurture our inherent resilience. They recommend focusing on what they call the four A's, acceptance, adaptation, attitude, and action. First, acceptance. We need to accept that life is filled with challenges. No one is exempt from hardship, but how you react to it makes all the difference. So accept the fact that you're going to have downtime. It's okay. It's a part of being a human and how you react can change how the next several days go. Adaptation. Be like water, my friends. Anybody who's into any martial arts films and any Bruce Lee may remember that phrase or know that phrase. Water adapts flowing around rocks and obstacles in its path. When faced with challenges, our ability to adapt and find alternative routes is vital for resilience. How about attitude? A positive mindset doesn't just make you a more pleasant person to be around. It actually has a profound impact on your resilience. Positive thinking primes the brain to solve problems more effectively. And it'll stop you from getting into those negative mindsets that go on for days and days, perhaps weeks. You can stop that flow and get towards the positive. And how about action? can't just sit there and wish for things to get better. You have to take steps, however small, to improve your situation and move towards a solution. Just sitting back and hoping it gets better, it's not going to work. Trust me, that's something that happened with me the past week. I just thought, okay, it'll just be better tomorrow. It'll be better tomorrow. But it takes some active action on your part. And for more information, I'd highly recommend checking out any of the research that you can find. Uh, I can put some links in the description as well. If I remember, I try to most times. Um, Some of those articles by the APA, they're goldmine of valuable scientifically backed advice. And we've learned a lot over the years of our history and it's something that we can put to our advantage and use to help us be able to be more resilient. So check those out when you have time. 
All right, you know what time it is. Grab the metaphorical tool belts because we're about to get equipped with some serious resilience building gadgets. You can't build a house without a hammer, right? Same goes for resilience. Here are the top tools to add to your emotional toolbox designed to help you build that strong foundation of resilience. And some of these are going to sound pretty familiar. First, mindfulness meditation. Let's start with ancient art of mindfulness, which is backed by a ton of research, like the work done by Harvard University. It trains your brain to focus on the here and now, thereby reducing stress and increasing resilience. Well, how do we do it? Take 10 minutes each day to sit quietly and focus on your breath. When your mind wanders, and it will, gently bring it back. Again, something we've already experienced on this journey. Well, how about the next one? It couldn't possibly be something that we've already looked into. Yet, I think it is Gratitude Journal. The Greater Good Science Center at UC Berkeley suggests that gratitude isn't just good manners. It's also a resilience booster. Well, how do we do it? Each evening, jot down three things you're grateful for or in the morning. It shifts your focus from what's lacking or challenging to what's abundant or appreciated in your life. All right, here's the third one. And man, this sure feels like it's a roadmap to the the journey I've been on. SMART goals. Perhaps you've heard of them. If you've listened to the podcast, you have. SMART stands for specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. And by setting those SMART goals, you can map out a journey to resilience with practical steps. So how do we do that? Well, identify a resilience-related objective. Example, you know, if you need to handle criticism better, Break it down into more specific, measurable step. Like if you got criticized about something, think of ways that you can make that particular thing a little bit better, taking a step, even just a small step a week. And what about another way? Social support network. I mean, this is, again, something we've already talked about. A study published in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology has shown that people who seek social support are more resilient. So make it a point to talk to friends or family regularly. No need for it to be heavy. Even a chat about the weather reinforces the bonds that you may need to lean on later. And this is a great example for me, too, because I found myself withdrawing from my family and my friends when I get into these mindsets. And instead, I need to make it a point to interact and share that positive energy that they bring me to help me get through these things. And finally, positive affirmations. Once again, things that we've already discussed on this journey. Research from Carnegie Mellon University shows that self-affirmation can protect against stress. So how do we do it? Write down a list of your strengths and positive traits. Recite them during challenging times as a reminder of your worth and resilience. Instead of focusing on the negative thoughts, like, I don't understand why this is happening. How come? Am I going to go? Am I going to be like I was before? No, you're going to be how you want to be. So take the time to think in your head about the positive things that you are and that you want to be and make sure you believe those things because that's how you're going to improve. And if you start thinking, man, those all sound very familiar, which we've already been saying, you're correct. So many of the parts of this journey interconnect. And it's honestly a really good thing that they do because that means even less practice to get a handle on several parts of making sure that we live life to the fullest. So we've already been given quite a few of these tools and then we've talked about them on the podcast. So It just comes down to us making these a regular part of our lives, thinking about them often, and trying to incorporate them in your lives as much as possible. And if we just do those things, it's going to make the time that we're in the negative space a smaller amount of time. It's going to help build resilience, and it's going to help us to do a better job the next time these negative or these downtimes come up to get into a better mind frame and to not make it as impactful for as long. So... Use these tools, try these things, 
anytime you find yourself in those downtimes and it's going to help it may not be perfect and just give yourself some grace and realize that we ha- all have these downtimes we're all human and we just have to do our best okay class clown time Time to take a fun look at resilience and maybe help shift our mindset to tackling this in a more lighthearted way. So how about the floor is lava adult edition? We've all played or watched our kids play the floor is lava. But what about an adult version where the floor is made up of common fears like public speaking or asking someone out or getting on TikTok and making videos and putting yourself out there on social media? The furniture, well, those are your comfort zones. Can you get from the couch to the refrigerator without touching the floor? Maybe sometimes you have to step into an uncomfortable place in order to get where you want to go. So if you want to get to that refrigerator, maybe you do have to record some TikTok videos. That's what I'm trying to psych myself up for so I can start doing social media and get this podcast in front of even more people's eyes. So if it's helpful for anyone, even if 1% of the people who listen to this podcast get help from it, that's an improvement. So I'll take it. And I want to go back to the amusement park to bring this one home. We've heard of amusement park rides malfunctioning. Maybe we've even been on on a ride when it malfunctioned. I remember having to walk out of It's a Small World because the ride stopped. That wasn't too bad. But imagine if you were on the Ferris wheel and it stops while you're at the very top. Some people may start having a panic attack. But instead of panicking, start a game of I Spy with your ride buddy. Or maybe do like myself, my coach and some teammates did in college during particularly nasty turbulence during an initial descent into Dallas where we later learned a tornado had touched down nearby. Instead of panicking as some people did, including the guy right next to me, my coach Dexter and I had fun with it. Immediately following the guy next to us putting his hands on the ceiling and literally yelling, help me Jesus. It was really bad, honestly. The, like the plane dropped what felt like hundreds of feet at a time. Anyway, Dexter and I started having fun with it and yelling to other teammates about who would play us in a movie about the plane going down because, you know, planes that go down always have sports teams on them. Now, I'm not suggesting this made others on the plane happy, but some laughed and enjoyed it. Sorry to the others. Dexter was certain Denzel Washington would play him because, well, he's Dexter. And the rest of us took turns laughing and claiming our celebrity. I I think I may have picked Ed Norton because of how good of an actor he was at the time. But obviously the plane made it. And the whole point, though, of resilience is making the best of unexpected events. So whether you're 150 feet or 8,000 feet in the air, you can choose to panic and be miserable in your situation, or you can enjoy it as much as you can. If you have no control over the outcome... Just enjoy the ride. So if you ever find yourself in a scary or bad situation that you can't control, the one thing we can try to control is our mind. So don't let yourself go down the bad path. Instead, find some way to enjoy it. Baby steps? It means setting small, reasonable goals for yourself one day at a time. Baby steps this week is to think of a situation you were in that made you uncomfortable and you didn't react well and either made it worse or or just got by. Think of something you could have done in the moment to take control of whatever you could. Thinking of these scenarios can help you be more mindful and positive when the next situation arises. Don't be like me this past week or so and get swept up in the bad moment and turn it into something bigger. We can control how we react. So maybe take that baby step so when the bad times come around, and they always do, you can be just a tiny bit more prepared. All I have to do is take one little step at a time, And I can do anything. Mm. 
Well, that does it for this week. Next week, look out for a more fun episode next week because you know what? I could use it. And that's where I finally address several things I said I would talk about, a high school story, a class clown story or two, and maybe even an impression or two. Sending love and positive vibes your way. And hopefully we can all focus on living, loving, learning, and maybe picking some actors who would play us in our life story. But for me, now anyway, I'd pick Ryan Reynolds because, you know, there's no way my wife would miss my life story if he's playing it, that's for sure. There's literally no way my wife would miss my life story. Probably anyway, I hope, but certainly not if Ryan Reynolds is playing it. Let's be honest. See you next time. Thanks for listening. And if you'd like to reach out to the show, email me at livelovelearnthepodcast at gmail.com. I especially would love to hear any personal success stories, even if they're small. So hope to hear from you soon. All right, book club people. There's really no way to sugarcoat this. I'm still on the book about the Mississippi Delta as I really only managed to read about two days in the past week and a half. So the timing of reading a book with no audio coupled with some of my difficulties the past few weeks is a little more difficult than I'd hoped. But that is what tomorrow is for getting back up off the mat be resilient and start the daily reading habit again i hope that no matter where you are in your life you take some time today or this week to read i hope you have a great week